the Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 74, Four Triggers to Compassion. Hi there, and welcome to session number 74 of the Dance Promoting Studio. I hope this finds you having an amazing week. Crazy as it may be, it definitely has been crazy for me, <laughs> which is why I want to get right into the future presentation. My name is Annette Bone, and the Dance Promoting Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the privilege of bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. There were two words that were brought to mind as I was thinking about some recent experiences, and those words are trigger and compassion. And they don't seem to go together, but by definition, trigger means to spark, to begin something, to motivate. And so These thoughts of or these reflections on these recent experiences triggered thoughts of compassion. So I'm hoping in sharing these that you can reflect on some of the experiences that have moved you to compassion or that have reminded you how important compassion is. Thanks again for joining me. Hi, this is Marissa Hamamoto, ballroom dancer and founder and artistic director of Infinite Flow, a wheelchair dance company. And you're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. Do you have those moments where you're going about your day and you're happy and you're thinking how thankful you are for different situations in your life and what you're doing? And so I was having one of those days. I had just finished dance class and excited about going to my dance training at a different studio and just reflecting on all the things that I'm learning and growing in. And so I'm stopped at traffic, which is often in LA, if you know the area, (laughs) traffic everywhere, of course. But so I stopped and I was abruptly interrupted by this guy next to me, screaming at the top of his lungs very angrily for the person in front of him, these expletives and just, you know, move, you know, move your car, blah, 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 all this stuff. And it was just kind of a, an abrupt interruption. It was a trigger. (laughs) It was a trigger for what I was going to do next about that. Cause I was actually kind of scared because he was really loud and my windows were not even, uh, my windows were rolled up like halfway. And so he was really, really loud. And I thought, Wow, he is a very angry person. Here I was having this having this happy moment and and I get interrupted by this guy that's just shouting at the top of his lungs. And so it got me thinking, wow, he is really unhappy and what is it that is making him unhappy besides the traffic? It got me thinking, it triggered thoughts about what it is deeper that might be making him upset. And so I put myself in a scenario where I thought he had a bad day. He um, wasn't loved. He had something terrible happen in his family or something. And so it changed my thinking toward that situation. And I wasn't affected so much after I was thinking that as I was driving along. And so I wanted to share a quote, as I will with each of these situations, each of these triggers from these experiences about compassion and about putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Quote, With compassion, we see benevolently our own human condition and the condition of our fellow beings. We drop prejudice, we withhold judgment by Christina Baldwin. 
Yes, L.A. and traffic, those two words definitely go together, but you just kind of have to deal with it. <laughs> it's everywhere. So L.A. traffic, and of course, I don't like driving in it just as anybody else. And depending on the time I take dance class, I have to leave really early so I can go to a coffee shop and park myself and work on stuff. I love working remotely. I get so much done working remotely, more so than I do working at home. I really enjoy it. And so there is one coffee shop that I go to quite frequently. And there's this woman that works there that has, to me, this kind of awkward energy about her. And it's kind of surprising that she works up front because to me, she's not really the friendliest person. Mind you, it is also very early in the morning, so I get that too. <laughs> but there's just, I don't know, it's, it might just be me. I feel this this really awkward energy about her. And so instead of judging her for that, I thought, I, I see myself in her. I really do because... I went through periods of very, very painful shyness where I would spend a lot of time in hiding and and just really self-conscious. And I've had to work really hard to get over that <laughs> and still working on some aspects of that. But I took it as an opportunity to still be nice and to be thankful for the service that she gives me, even though some of the things that she says are a little awkward and just doesn't almost doesn't seem friendly in a way. I, I don't know quite how to describe it, but that's that's what I get from it. But I put myself in her shoes and I thought, oh my goodness, I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like to be awkward. I know what it feels like to be painfully shy and so self-conscious where it's physically just physically makes you physically sick. And so I want to share this quote on what I thought about the situation. Quote, by compassion, we mean the deep feeling that comes when we recognize our soul's reflection in another person, when that other person's pain or joy becomes our own by Cindy Spring and Charles Garfield. So when I don't have access to a studio to practice, I go to a park and there are glass doors that I can see my reflection in some open spaces. So that does help. So I am thankful that I have at least something nearby that I can use in the interim. And there are always people working out. There are people working out with trainers or in groups and that kind of thing. And so recently there were two women that I, w that I was near that were working out. One was a trainer, one was her client. And I overheard the client expressing frustration at the current condition in her life. And she said that, you know, I want to get a job and I want to have a better house, but I'm scared to fail. And I found that interesting because here she is doing something very positive for her health and working out. And yet in another area, she is fearful and doesn't want to take the next step. And I thought, you know, we all have areas of discomfort in our lives that maybe we don't want to address. And that should be a sign to proceed, even though it is uncomfortable. Quote, you gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You must do the thing which you think you cannot do. By Eleanor Roosevelt. So fear, being uncomfortable, right? This leads me to another recent experience about being uncomfortable that I want to end with, and that is my first dance audition for a company in over 20 years. Yes, it's been that long. For those of you who don't know, dance was a part of my life when I started with 
Tahitian and Hula at age eight. And I started that in Texas, of all places. And then I started taking ballet and jazz at age 14 on Guam, where at that time there was not a lot of dance. So I left Guam to study dance at UC Irvine in Southern California when I graduated from high school. And once I got my degree, I stopped completely. I stopped working out. I stopped dancing. I stopped having anything to do with dance except for maybe watching it and that kind of thing. But it was simply because of fear. I I was scared. And so fast forward to about end of 2000, no, beginning of 2014, I started dancing again, taking classes again, training again to see what I could do and to see what I could handle and to get my body back in shape and that kind of thing. It's just been an amazing journey so far. And so I didn't know what to expect with this audition because it'd been so long. And initially when I got the information about it, I had that feeling that, you know, that gut feeling like, oh no, I'm supposed to do this. (laughs) I don't want to, but I'm supposed to do this. So I wanted to see what I would be like putting myself in an uncomfortable situation again, one that I had not been in in so long. And so the last audition I did, I took way too personally. Actually, I took every audition personally. I took things way too personally (laughs) on everything. If there was any chance of rejection, I took it personally. So this was the first time, though, that I was calm. I was happy. I was excited because this was a new opportunity to see how I would handle it. And that I was proud of myself for putting myself in an uncomfortable situation. And and so I thought to myself, okay, I can do this. This has nothing to do with who I am as a person. This is an experience. This is just going to help me regardless of the outcome. And could I have performed better? Oh, yes, I definitely could have performed better. Was the choreography hard? No, not really. I forgot some of it. So I had to improvise. And that even wasn't I didn't think that was that good. Endurance wise, I felt I did great. Because of the training I've been doing, I was able to handle all the technical aspects that were required. I loved the creative and collaborative process of the whole experience. And I'm so happy that I did it. Because if I didn't do it, I wouldn't have known. And it was, again, putting myself out there to see how I would handle it. And whether I made the company or not shouldn't affect the way I felt about myself. And I, and I didn't make it, by the way. <laughs> I did not make the company. But I didn't mope around about it. And I was so happy about that. I didn't spend the day moping like something was wrong with me just because I didn't match what they were looking for. And so what was the lesson? This was huge for me, learning to be compassionate with myself, because I've experienced all these situations that I just talked about being painfully shy and awkward and self-conscious and (laughs) still working on some of those things and just the intense anger and judgment toward others because of the intense anger and judgment toward myself. So I want to end with this quote that I completely resonated with, with these experiences, and especially with this last one, with putting myself out there in this dance audition. Quote, if your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete by Jack Cornfield. Because if it doesn't start with yourself, you can't give what you don't have. So what experience has made you more compassionate toward others? I would love to hear about them. And you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 074, where you can also find the show notes to this session. 
And if you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would love a rating, a review, and for you to subscribe on either iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And that way I can continue improving the podcast. And I would love to give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I really look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.